Hello, and welcome to Inspired Caregiver. My name is Michelle. I created this podcast because I was the primary family caregiver for both of my grandmothers for a collective seven years, which meant I handled everything from car keys to managing their households, dealing with all this stuff, and then ultimately end-of-life care. And I've worked in senior living as a result of that experience for over seven years. So this podcast is designed to share with you insights, tips, tricks, and inspiration through those experiences. And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Inspired Caregiver. Hello, my friends. How are you? I am doing great. We are gearing up for the Christmas holiday when this episode is being released, and I feel pretty ready. I'm feeling like I'm fairly on top of things. I've been chipping away at it for some time. So I also had an opportunity for a recent trip to California to see my family. I hadn't seen uh, my dad and stepmom since the summer, and... My dad turned 81 and my stepmom just turned 76. So I just wanted to go and check in on them and see how things were going. And I was very satisfied that things do seem to be going very well. I wanted to talk today about a few things that I was looking for. And I didn't even realize I was doing this. I actually did a Facebook Live on this recently. I didn't realize I was doing this, but... As I was moving through their apartment and going through conversations, I realized I had this little mini checklist in my head, and I thought this could be really, really valuable for you as you are gathering with your parents for the holiday season or family members. So when I walked into their apartment, I just, you know, do a quick glance around and that quick glance showed me that everything was fairly status quo. And then after a few days of conversation, there were no huge red flags for me, um, which was great, obviously. But so let's just walk through what some of those things were. Um, And just to preface with getting together with your parents, it can be really easy to fall back into those parent-kid patterns, regardless of your current age. I'm about to turn 50 And there's just something about stepping back into the environment and energy with them that I can start to feel a little bit of slide back into some childhood uh, mindset. So those things can lead to some frustrations and discord um, because something that feels so obvious to you just may be really actually Well, it may feel obvious or annoying to you, and it can actually be an indicator of something else that's going on. So instead of going straight to annoyed and frustrated with your parents, I just want to invite you to pay closer attention to what may be below the surface. And um, what you might figure out is that your parents don't have it together quite as much as they've been letting on. So the first thing to take note of as you gather for the holidays are your traditions. Um, Pay attention to any family traditions that appear to have slipped through the cracks. 
One year at our traditional Christmas Eve gathering where Santa hands out gifts to over 25 extended family members, we realized there were no gifts for our kids for Santa to hand out. That was something my mother-in-law handled. I uh, had an, an indicator that something was going on with her and just did not follow my instinct to touch base with her about this. And we maybe even had talked about it, but that day when we were gathering with the extended family, I did not follow up with her just to be sure that everything was where it needed to be. So I was pretty pissed off at myself, mostly because I knew something was going on and I just didn't do that cross check before we left the house to make sure that my kids were set up for success. Because this is that situation where Santa's in the middle of the room, everybody's standing around, pulling gifts out of the bag and calling names. So got to the bottom of the bag and obviously there were no gifts for the kids. And our kids did a beautiful job of just going with the flow. Um, how old were they? They were like 15, 12, 9 at the time. So it was kind of hard. It was hard for to see the kids playing with their stuff and my kids not having their little toy or gift. Um, another Christmas tradition was we got together with some other family members for the meal. And my mother-in-law had asked our aunt to bring the meat for the dinner. And just before they arrived to the house, we realized that my mother-in-law had not planned or prepared or purchased supplies for any side dishes. And at the time we lived out of town, so it just wasn't on my radar to be a little more involved and active in that dinner preparation. But I was able to scramble and pull some stuff from the fridge and pantry to complete the meal. Um, but obviously it felt, it felt kind of alarming in the moment because, you know, we had, 11 people there, 12 people there, and we had meat, but no side dishes. So just pay attention to any traditions or recipes or things like that, where there seems to be something that's kind of off about it. So their environment. As I mentioned, when I went to see my dad and stepmom, I did a quick scan of the apartment and everything seemed relatively in order. But looking for changes in their living environment would include, like, does anything stand out as unusual or different? Uh, an example would be, like, now when you walk in, there's stacks of mail everywhere, unopened mail, or even opened mail, but still stacked up. But maybe that's different than before, because that can be an indicator that they're struggling to get their bills paid or keeping up in other areas of their life, like doctor's appointments. Is there anything notable that needs to be repaired that hasn't been taken care of? Are things being left out that normally would be put away, like decorations from past holidays, or something that's out from the last time that you were there and they just haven't had a chance to get to it yet? We just haven't gotten to that yet. We're going to get to it. So just paying attention to those little things. And then sticky notes and lists. Um, are, is there an uptick in how many sticky notes are left around? 
um, I will say that I am really guilty of tons of lists on little, all kinds of scrap papers, but I've always been this way. So just look around and see if maybe there's an increase in sticky notes and lists. Okay, eating. So this is a big one. Um, how do things look in the fridge? One year when I came home from college, this was like in 92, I was horrified that the milk was really, really expired. And it was actually something that I had talked to my stepmom about on a previous trip, like the milk is expired when I get home. And so in this particular scenario, um, which by the way, this was not an indicator that anything was wrong. She just thought it was a good idea. She had put the milk in the freezer right before the expiration date. So then when I got home, she pulled it out and stuck it in the fridge, which I'll admit was pretty resourceful, but ew, it was totally disgusting. Um, something else to look for in the fridge is, are there containers of moldy food or takeout food that looks kind of old? Are things past the expiration dates in either the pantry or the fridge? And are there maybe more takeout containers than usual in the fridge? Because maybe that indicates they're not cooking as much. Um, they're struggling with that. Something else is that before every one of our family members' health crisis, their eating habits were the one of the most notable areas to take a turn. So look around and see if there is a jar of peanut butter on the counter. I call this the peanut butter cracker phase because rather than preparing a meal, um, my family members would have just a jar of peanut butter and a sleeve of crackers out as their main food source. And in their mind, a few peanut butter crackers is a healthy snack to help them feel satisfied, but they're actually doing that multiple times a day as a substitute for a well-balanced meal. So just double check and see if um, there's a jar of peanut butter out. Sometimes they just leave the knife right stuck in that jar. Uh, socialization is another big one. So as you're just touching base with them, what have you been up to? Maybe they have patterns of things that they've done in the past. Um, and you're just wanting to know, are they still doing those things? So you're listening for any changes in their social circle. Are they still participating in any in activities or clubs or organizations? Are they still seeing their friends regularly? And I understand that COVID is impacting this area significantly. Significantly, Sorry, it's early. I don't know why my voice is struggling. But as we age, our world begins to shrink, especially as mobility issues and cognition challenges arise. People tend to withdraw, and this can be really a really subtle shift, but it's important to note. So how are they spending their time these days? And if something has been removed because of COVID or otherwise, have they found a substitution? Um, it can be very, very easy to slide into inertia. Life takes some effort, and while slowing down in certain areas, can be great for many of us. You just don't want to see that your parents have pulled away from everything completely because at every age, 
even at 90, 96, at every age, we still as humans need to have that continued sense of purpose. So what is motivating them? What's getting them through their day? Or beyond what's getting them through their day, what are they looking forward to? What are they excited about? Touch base with them on those things as well. And the biggest takeaway today is that if anything feels off to you, like if your instincts are like, ah, oh, that just doesn't seem right, pay attention and take note. And this is not meant to be a scorecard so that you can judge them and pick a fight. Please don't pick a fight. But after the holidays, circle back and mention that there was something or a few things that felt concerning to you. And I will tell you, I have yet to meet a family where the kid brings up a concern and the parent is like, oh, yes, thank you for noticing that. <laughs> Let's strategize interventions as quickly as possible. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. But bringing up your concerns in a kind way can plant some seeds and open the door for further discussions. So hopefully you'll find some of these things to just pay note, take note of, uh, helpful. And again, I just encourage you not to jump on them or attack them in the moment. Our holidays are pretty emotionally charged as is. So you just want to take the opportunity to be observant, you know, be, be like a scientist, a curious observer and pay attention to these things. Don't get defensive and weird about it because that's not really going to help either. Um, well, I hope you have a beautiful holiday and you are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Take care and I love ya. Hey, thank you so much for sharing this time with me today. If there is anyone that you know that would benefit from hearing this podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. My goal, my crazy big audacious goal is that my podcast helps 10,000 people every week along their caregiver journey. So thank you so much for helping spread the word about Inspired Caregiver. Mm -hmm.